Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be back with you for part six of the Metric Minute, brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Kareem Durkawi, and this time we'll wrap up our discussion on concentric impulse by examining how it relates to body mass. As you recall, impulse is determined just like calculating the area of a shape. However, it yields only an absolute value of applied force without considering its effect on an object. We need to consider the relative effect of a given force to understand the outcomes. Imagine if we gave the same amount of fuel to identical cars, but one of them needed to move lots of heavy bricks. The added mass decreases fuel efficiency. In other words, the same tank of gas is now less effective and can't take the car as far. It's the same for athletes. Greater body mass dilutes the benefits of an applied force during a vertical jump. In this example, a 350-pound lineman produced an impulse of 412, whereas a 190-pound receiver produced only 266. However, since the receiver's weight-to-concentric impulse ratio was higher, he had a better vertical jump and did well in other key performance indicators. The take-home message is that a higher concentric impulse is always desirable, but performance programs should aim to achieve a force-to-mass ratio that's most appropriate for a given sport or position. Next time, we'll discuss the landing phase and start talking about how to view the force time curve as a whole rather than individual segments. Until then, please feel free to touch base with me or any of us at Vault Performance. Thank you. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world. From everything from career advice to training modalities to programming, there's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And today, I kind of want to flip the script and, and take it back to kind of the inception of these My Thought Monday monologues. And so we're out here for a walk on a brisk little morning, talk a little bit about training. And more so, I want to talk about the paradigm shifts and the fluctuations that go on within our in our field and what we what we look at and how things change and shuffle back and forth constantly you know with with what we're trying to do there's been an uptick of late on what is the absolutely glorious world of strength coach twitter when it comes to talking about methods and means and what we're doing and Really, people kind of going at each other a bit about 
what evaluations you run, what testing you do, what you deem to be important, yada, 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 this, that, and the third. So typical internet slap fights. But what I think that it's sparked with me is the consistent theme around all of it is that we still don't have an identified role, right? And we sit here and we argue and we banter and we have our agendas for what we do. And we wanna to push to be more involved and we wanna talk about, you know, well, strength coaches do so much more than sports medicine and blah, blah, blah. But being the group that we typically attack back at for our own defense and our own security, uh, we should probably look to them and say, well, they do have like their, their five ethos, right? Their, their five things that they do, what they're trying to accomplish. So, I mean, whether we want to talk about licensing or not, because I don't necessarily believe that's the answer to any of our issues. Um, you know, they at least have that on us. Like, yo, this is what we do. We don't, we don't really have that, right? We have these constant tug-of-war battles between whether what we do is really pertinent to wins and losses, but we have people saying that what we do isn't necessarily pertinent to wins and losses, but then they argue about specificity of training and specificity of energy system work. We have people that say, well, everything we do is general, but then talk about how we build things and do things that impact games. So there's a lot of people that when you, when you take a step back, it kind of seems like you're talking out of both sides of their mouth. And that's cool, man. Like, I get it. Because it's confusing. Because we don't have some direct, this is what we do to help people be better. We improve X, Y, or Z. But maybe we do. Maybe, you know, these old, old school strength coaches, these, these individuals who paved the way for us, these people who, you know, were the ones that worked the insane hours that everyone complains about and worked with like 20 teams by themselves. Maybe what they were doing initially wasn't far off. Maybe the whole idea that really started at the beginning of time when it came to this performance realm of increasing the base of the pyramid, making the general better, is really where we need to go back to and talk more about and start to really peel back the layers of the onion better, you know? Maybe we've gone a little too far to the specific. Maybe we've gone a little bit too far to saying, my training is basketball specific and we do this movement because it helps to carry over for that exercise. Now, just as guilty as the other people when it talks about specificity, if not more so. And I'm just as guilty as arguing that it's measurable and doing this, that, and the third with it because I think it is. I've seen it is. I've seen it displayed as being measurable. Now, it's not easy and it took having a freaking rad video guy who was there and willing to like break down tape and look at things for me, who thought that this was all cool for me to be able to get a year or two's worth of data on it. But I don't think that that's something that we can ask everybody to do. 
But what we can do is we can go and take a step back. And we can say, if we are being entrusted for the physical preparation of the student athlete or of the young people that we get to work with, shouldn't we allow the coaches and shouldn't we provide them the trust to develop the special preparation for their athletes? You know, I keep going back to this thought like that was ranted on so long ago and so often that connects to the pyramid, right? And that is that it's our job to prepare them for practice and for the coaches to use practice to prepare them for the games. Meanwhile, we're spending countless hours trying to break down the game so we train for that. You know, it's kind of going back, and it's like the most important thing is skill, right? As Valdez Dakin has said a million times, if there is no skill, there is no athlete. Okay. The athlete needs to display that skill in the game. Okay. If we trust that our coaches are doing what they're supposed to do, practice should improve the technical tactical abilities, and it should improve the skill set of the athlete. So if we're sitting here looking at providing a stimulus that is game specific and not building that general base to the bottom of the pyramid so that they can practice more and be better prepared for practice, which will better prepare them for the game. Are we, are we overstepping our bounds? Are we going too far? And I'm asking that literally. That's not a hypothetical question because I really don't know the answer to that because I am the person, I'm 100% the person who has been saying the exact opposite for a shoot longer than this podcast has been going. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe what we really need to do in this time when we're talking about how we can provide value and what our role is and how can we deem that what we do is important. Maybe what we should be doing is just getting savage at those general qualities and like the simple ones, right? Like, can we get them faster? Can we get them stronger? And can we have them in better aerobic fitness? I would say that for 90% of team sports, albeit football is different, but for 90% of team sports, if their aerobic fitness is higher, they'll be able to recover between bouts and recover between days at a higher level. We know that, so we should improve that. If they're faster, if they can sprint faster, that should help improve their ability to perform, right? And, and both of those first two, if they're faster and they can sprint faster, max V's higher, whatever you're measuring, how you're measuring it. If you're looking at that, you have a higher speed reserve. So not only can you move faster in the game, but those speeds that you're moving that fatigue you less. If you have a higher aerobic power number or you are have a greater aerobic capacity and you have more of that buffer system we're gonna be able to perform at a better level. And then if you look at it and, and strength, if it really is the underlying factor in all of it, like we say we do, strength times speed is power. Well, what do you know? Now, I do think metrics are important. I do think different ways of quantifying things are important. I do think peeling back the layer of the onions and going from extremely general to individually specific when it comes to how you may or may not uh, model your athletes is important. But if you're fat, 
out of shape and weak, like old Greybeard talking to you here, none of the other stuff matters. Who cares what your dynamic correspondence is with this exercise if you can't do it more than once, you know? Now, again, I get that too, right? Like, what was it? I think Jason Crutchfield said, like, I don't care if you can run 113 second hundreds, but if you run a 10 second hundred, you'll be, you'll be pretty famous. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, obviously you gotta be better at certain things to, to get to, to points where they matter. But also, you gotta remember too, that, you know, physical preparation and compounding interest are really, really similar, right? If you start an account with 100 grand and I start an account with 10 grand, if we just leave them there and do nothing, your 100 grand is gonna double and be 200 grand and I'm never gonna catch it. So the limitations are somewhat still there, but we're still able to provide that individual to grow and adapt and evolve into a better player. But I don't know. This is just something we've been rapping about and talking about and things that I've seen and the internet that have kind of made me go, huh? And really reevaluate what we're doing and what our plan is moving forward. But I really, I would, I would love to hear any of y'all's input on this. And if you think that, you know, maybe I'm nuts, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm off like Samsonite when I'm looking at these things. But I think that at the end of the day, what we really need to do, if we want to continue to move forward and we want to continue to figure out where we're going and what we're doing and what's important and really set the foundation for us to continue to grow as a vocation within sport is to start to identify what our role is, you know? Because until then, as The Rock says, you gotta know your role and shut your mouth. Right now, we don't necessarily know our role. So, would love your input, feedback, thoughts. Again, if I'm off like Samsonite, tell me, y'all, because trying to do better for my kids that I get to work with, trying to share my thoughts and, and really throw it out there. And uh, I am, I'm grateful for this platform. I'm grateful for those that listen and communicate. And as always, truly appreciate everything y'all do for us here at Central Junior Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.